Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. For years, I just dreaded going to the dentist. But at Advanced Dentistry, I don't have to. First and foremost, they want you to feel comfortable when you walk in, like you'll feel it. Whereas in the past, I might have gone into the dentist and thinking, I might feel some pain at some point. But with IV sedation, it can be something that you don't dread. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, you're not alone. Visit NoFearDentist.com to learn how IV sedation can change your life. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. Love your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. You approach Gal Gadot. You say to Gal Gadot, hey, will you sing the song into your phone? Right, and she's right. like, will this help the ugly ones? Yeah. And she says, of course, Gal. They need you, Gal. They need you out there. They need you drumming up morale, gal. There's of no course. way they're going to make it through the plague without you, gal. Oh, my God, gal. You gained three pounds. You're out. Whoa. You're that that's the fickle yep. world Boom. of helping Hollywood. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Side Stories. I am Ben Kissel, hanging out with Henry Zabrowski. We're kind of hanging out. Every day. You know, we're stuck inside. Sure. We're sure. doing our things, we're living our life, we're living our best version of our life that we can legally live right now. Everyday celebrities, they have now yes. come into our phone, Henry. and They, they are come into my phone. Into they come into phone. my home. And I don't ask them to come into my home. No? They just arrive. They arrive on Instagram, they arrive on various things. Yep. I don't know how. I opened up my bank account the other day, and you know who's in there? Who? Harry Shearer. What was, what was Harry Shearer doing in there? He was singing, uh, I want to say, uh, Wheels Go Round and Round. I think it's for Mary Poppins. Some song for Mary Poppins. It was just in a British accent. And I was like, get out of my bank account, Harry Shearer. And he's just like, things are getting low. And I was like, I am trying to move. I don't need you telling me how broke I'm becoming because I'm constantly ordering barbecue. <laughs> That's fine. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. I will say, my my, you know, what's interesting Right now, mm-hmm. nothing, absolutely nothing is interesting. Sure. Our lives are completely static. Great. All we're doing is sitting and watching television, desperate for material, uh, trying to figure shit out, right? Trying, you know, we want to, we want to make people, make the people smile. Sure. And you know what? I, I guess my main thing is, man, I'm shopping for a toilet. You're shopping for a toilet right now. Do you think that this is the best time to shop for a toilet? Also, do you desperately need a toilet enough to buy one during a pandemic? We're going, we're, we're moving soon uh-huh. and I have an opportunity, a golden opportunity <laughs> to start my bathroom experience again from the bottom up. Oh, and I said, no. yes, we have toilets already in the bathrooms. We have uh-huh. a toilet in the bathroom where we're, we're going to move. Right? A, a functioning a toilet. toilet if you, if you would yeah, use anything it, it, it would be a flush. functioning toilet. A floor can be a functioning toilet. Kessel. If you're in because solitary confinement. Yeah. Yes, and you can tow your dukes <laughs> you down into to. the drain. Yes, yes. that's what you have Pretend to Pretend like do. you're a college kid in uh, a, a college kid in the shower, well hungover. 
Or yeah, Ben Kissel in his apartment in New York when he shat in the shower. I didn't shit in the shower. Okay, well, I'm very happy that Roundtable is being rediscovered. You can listen to the mystery pooper episode of the Roundtable. And also, Henry, you are the only one who has confirmed, confessed to the crime. I understand that was a little bit of a lark, but nonetheless, you're the only one to say that you did it. It was a bit. Okay. All right? Continue on. And legally, if you say it's a bit, and you can't be charged for crimes. Well, that's what- even especially if you do something like you kill like you, you kill a, a man, right? And then sure. his body's in your home, but you happen to have a pizza that have a bunch of like olives and peppers on it. If you put olives and peppers on its face like a smiley face, uh-huh. then it's a bit. Then it's a bit. Well, perhaps that's what Carol Baskin did to her husband. We'll get into that in a little bit because the Joe Exotic tale continues to unravel. As uh, as the documentary continues to uh, ripple across not just America, dare I say, the world. So it Henry, is rippling across toilet, the thighs and the bellies of America. <laughs> when it comes to your toilet, do you want to get a toilet that your feet don't that your feet can dangle on? Because I feel like you would do really well with just a toilet that you have to like whoop, hop up on. Whoop. And then no, I was joking about dangling. this last night. They have so many options. There's so hmm. many different options for how much ga- gallons and shit you want to put in there, right? <laughs> Whatever you want okay. to do. So what are you? So what, are you gonna, so what, are, what are the kind of options? Because I haven't watched Home Improvement, White? aka Tool Time, in a long time. Have they come up with the Lazy Boy reclining toilet yet? No, they were not there yet. The ah. Japanese are very close. Damn it, they're very very close. And this plague has only put obstacles between us and the peaks of toilet technology. Okay. But I looked at some super expensive toilets just to look at them. I saw a toilet <laughs> for $3,000. There's a toilet for $3,000. It looks a nice. It is. It looks really, really nice. And it's got an air deodorizer and it shoots. It seems to be, I think, pressurized, neutralized air what? up into your fucking asshole. This is true. And it neutralizes your farts before going in, like what we did to Saddam Hussein. It what? goes up into your asshole, and it can literally, it like is a antidote to what? the farts. I might be lying. I'm not really certain, but it says something about this. you got all these little buttons and knobs in the center of it. There's one that sucks your dick. There's one that does your taxes, as far as I'm concerned. It better. It for three thousand dollars. Oh my god! For three thousand dollars, I'm just. This is a commode. This is a thing where you excavate human waste. I think three grand is too much. I I, I would not pay more than hundred and fifty bucks. Give me a ten gallon bucket. I cannot imagine three grand on a dumping toilet. I just need a bidet. I want a bidet now because of this TP thing because obviously everybody's dealing with this. There's some of us, and I'm going to put out there, and there's a lot of people who suffer from dog bottom. Dog like bottom. Me, where you have so many little hairs, like like <laughs> long-lost family members around your butthole, and they are they, they want to keep the poops in. They want to keep them in because uh-huh. they're like their family. But they go out anyway, don't they? They do. Because yes. if you love something, you got to let it go. And then it's they're smeared with it. So, so what I need is the blast hose. But you need one that can connect to possibly to a warm water cycle versus just the tushy mechanism. Because now there's just the tushy mechanism, mechanism right. which I'm fine with, right? Because my butthole could actually probably use with a splash of cold water now and then to refresh. I think a the- splash of cold water, kind of like what Tony Robbins used to do. He has that sort of like cold water 
water cube that he right. jumps in and out of. It gives him energy. Yeah, well, of course, it naturally would. It's absolutely freaking freezing. Your body is going to react to it. But when it comes to your dog butt, first of all, I think that's a great term for a hairy butthole, a hairy Polish man's butthole specifically. Puffin, Wendy, and I'm sure Marcus's dog Georgie goes through dog butt situations all the time. Of course, because they're dogs, they don't have to clean their own butt. We have to clean their butt for them. Yes. It's just difficult when you are also the one who is getting the dog butt that's double dog butt in one house. I agree. Is it possible to get one of these toilets, maybe get a little trimmer, a trimmer attachment where they cut the hairs? Now, do you want to trust a machine to do that, or is that how they take over through the butthole? I don't know. I'm not giving them that level of trust yet. All right. They have to be able to handle a couple of things first, like taking random information from my Gmail and putting it in my calendar because I don't keep a calendar (laughs) because I forget to put the dates in the calendar from the emails when they're sent. If they could do that, that will be fine. But they don't do that yet. But I actually, I tell you what, to keep things fresh in our home. Yeah, I'm not shaving my beard. I'm trying to see how long I can get my beard to go. I'm going Jack Black with it. Okay. But I did give a shaver or knee to my nuts to keep things romantic. Well, I think that is just absolutely wonderful. You got to shave those nuts. Let the ladies know what they're dealing with. Um, but if you got a good toilet at home, please reach out. Tell please. me what the brands are because I was looking at these. Yeah, exactly. If a, if a toilet costs $3,000, <sighs> I want to be able to shift it into drive and leave <laughs> my bathroom with it. That is the only way I it agree. is worth it. $3,000 is a that is lot insane. of money for a For me to tank. jump in, I can, st- I mean, honestly, I b- believe me, I want to take my butt more seriously, and I think we all should. Sure. Because now especially, think about how valuable your butt is right fucking now. Every day, you're sitting on it. Sitting Either on you're it? telecommuting, sitting yep. on it. I'm, I try to stand a lot of times. Most of the time, I end up, I'm like working. I say I'm working. I'm working from home. And I slide into a position where I'm completely horizontal, and my the laptop is just supported by my tits. Right, right. And it, it is a perfect support. And then it's also kind of nice, because you know how when people are at their laptop, laptop computer or desktop computer rather they have the mouse and then oftentimes they'll get those little gel pads for their wrists but for henry and i we can just use our own tit and yeah, then I you use can my, use your own boob and then that, i use that's my softer upper, than gel the meat above my nipple is perfect to protect me from carpal and i've perfect. been using it but honestly if i have to start using carpal gloves i'm gonna lose all respect for my family <laughs> I know that. I know that I will. Even though, yes, you're not, you know, a weakness. I know. You should be able to take care of yourself. You know, showing weakness is actually a sign of vulnerability. Vulnerability is strength. But up to a point, if you can't type without injuring yourself just within your own home, just from this brief window of time, yep. I feel like the COVID's just going to find you. I think COVID's just going to find you and it's going to come in your home like a, like a big nude man. I, and it's just going to tear apart your family. And we do have a story about a nude man throwing sausages at someone coming up here uh, later on in the episode. Um, I did have a situation. I was playing Division 2 because they have the expansion pack where you get to go to New York. Although oh. it doesn't look like New York at all. There's not one bagel shop. There's no pizza involved. There's no, like the get skyline is not then. New York skyline. You get out of my city. You're not going to give me a bagel then. No, I know. I was a little bit like, this is not the New York that I know and love. But my thumb was starting to hurt. And I did Google gamer thumb. And it was the weakest (laughs) I've ever felt in my life. And I said, no. You're a six foot seven, 300 pound man (sighs) looking up gamer thumb. I was like, do I have gamer thumb? And then as I was looking it up, I said, I'm not, I am going to bully myself. And I bullied myself (laughs) as Eminem talks about in his song, Rap God. And I said, I am not going to complain out loud at all about the fact that my thumb, it just sort of hurts like a fat kid who consumes nothing but 
tater tots and Mountain Dew. I will say your home looks like what a 12-year-old thinks a businessman <laughs> lives in. Okay, Seriously, hold on I a have second. not seen we, Kissel's home. I've not Zoom. seen Kissel's okay. home in a couple in like a fucking 8 months, 8 months the last time I was in New York and I because of when you ripped your couch apart with your bare hands. Yes. Kissel, we had a big fun Zoom meeting with all of like various friends got together. It was okay. very loud. No when one could com- hear anybody. I just have to say this when it comes to Zoom meetings. You have to, it's hard for us because all of our friends are entertainers. I'm going to say for the most part, extremely extroverted, except for maybe a few. We need to start peppering extroverts, introverts, extroverts, uh, introverts, because our Zoom meeting was just everyone shouting at the same time. And what I realized is when you actually go to a party, people break off into different sections. Different sections and they hang out. Normally the entire party doesn't hang out face-to-face-to-face-to-face-to-face, 20 people at a time, everybody screaming at each other. And we were trying to have side conversations, but it doesn't work. No. Everybody hears the side conversations. It doesn't work. Kissel revealed within his home that now he only has the one recliner in the living room no other chairs it is no, one recliner not true. and I got the TV. camping chairs in my office forget that is that is absurd <laughs> you then have the one recliner in the other room with the 70 inch tv for the for your video games in the other room so your one your main room has the big 70 inch tv you go to the other room it has a 70 inch tv with just one recliner just 4 feet closer to it and you do have a bed which I really appreciate. But honestly, I was very surprised about how organized your little office was. My office is very nice. Puffing goes in there. It's, it's almost all- like you don't do any work in there. No, it's not like that because Puffin goes to the bathroom in there and I pick up a lot of that. And oh he drinks God. his water in there and that's where his food is. Anyway, what I'm saying is, yes, I am living a 12-year-old's dream right now. Um, it's cuffing season and Puffin has put that little arm, that little click, wrist click. bracelet on me. So it's click, Puffin click. and I hanging out. You just got 10 to 25, my friend, of puppy love. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, let's jump into some of the news from this week. Obviously, let's do some of this shit. we all get to it. I'm going to say congratulations to all of the listeners uh, of this show. We get to put on our... <laughs> Yeah, I heard about Joe Exotic three years ago hats, yes, which is very we all get cool. To do that, which is very cool for now, but for a second it was, yes. and it was immediately immediately stopped because now <laughs> it's it's out there. Tiger uh, Joe Exotic is everywhere. The people have been talking about Tiger King for two weeks now. It's almost yes. like it's the only thing going on besides a super plague that anybody could talk about because it is not about the super plague, which is nice. I, agree. I will say upon finally seeing the sixth episode, I will say they do at the very end remind you, hey, thousands of tigers were abused and murdered during this whole process. So they do make you feel a little bit guilty about the exultation of some of these tiger farm owners at the very end. But in the end, I think we all know all these people are pieces of shit. Well, interestingly enough, on Kind of Fun, the wrestling podcast this week, we did have a little bit of a crossover because Undertaker, Mark Calloway, you know Undertaker, yes. he went, yes. he's friends with Dr. Antle. Or of not friends, he but he he went to the park. Well, and- Doc Antle probably says he's friends with the Undertaker, but yes. I don't think the Undertaker is friends with Doc Antle. I think Dr. Antle just wanted a bunch of pictures next to Tigers, which is where, you know, that that is how all of this began. But my first things are, number one, I do not like that people are trying to say that Joe Exotic turned his boyfriend's gay. Okay, this is my I stance mean, on this. They, they didn't guys- not become gay for him because they definitely, it's a long walk. It's a it long is. ass walk to go from, because again, it's not like you're sucking a penis of a beautiful 
man. I mean, well, not to be anything. To Joe Exotic, I mean, he's a, he's a flavor, right? He's a flavor of the human ice cream, right, yeah. that's out there. But I, I'm just saying, if I was going to have an intro to sucking on a penis, my intro probably would be somebody like a Timothy Shamalama Ding Dong. Like that little, like a wayfish kind of femi, a femi one. Like right? Timothy I don't know. Oliphant, perhaps. Timothy Oliphant. He's cool. He's cool. He's a cool guy. Joe Exotic. He is He is a special breed. He's he's business. He's partying in the back and then not quite business in the front. He's looking for work in the front. He's looking for work. He is, uh, he's got business on his mind in the front. Yes, he does. But I'm going to say this, and everything I say is out of love. If you are willing to pet a tiger... If you are to pet a tiger, if you are willing to suck a dick to pet a tiger, that is the gayest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and they are, I don't think so, so. I do not believe that that Joe Exotic had the unbelievable charisma and charm to you don't change know. the sexual orientation of these two people in Florida. You've never been in the eye of the hurricane. Or in Oklahoma, rather. You've never no, been what, in the okay, moment. Are you never telling been me? in the moment. How I've seen the look, I've seen a weird shade cross her eyes in the night. It's four o'clock in the morning. You and Joe Exotic are out there. He's giving you a private tour of all these tigers and stuff. And he's just like, how do you want all this to be the damn thing you've ever known? Why don't all this be entire life? Yeah. All you got to do is get it, get all my straw. Like, that's right. all you got to do. And you're sitting there. You've probably had, what, 19 beers? It's oh, 4, 4 a.m. 30, like, yeah. You can tell me if I fucking, all I got to do. Let's take your little fucking noodle right there, and I'm going to put it in my big old mouth, right? You're, you're, are you ready to go? Are you ready to shoot? Yeah, I could come. I could come in like a minute. Okay. I could come in a minute. You're right. Like, All right, so I just got to let it steep. I just got to let it steep in my throat for a minute or so, and then you're just going to go, and I'm, you know, I've beaten horrible shit in my life. My, you know, I can do my mouth isn't a French press. I'm going to yeah, let it steep in my mouth. Let it get in there. I mean, I think that in that moment, you might, at least entertain the idea of sucking his penis to see the tigers, but to get <sighs> married is really difficult. And you know what's even more difficult? It's the photo shoots. Yes, all it's the photo all of, shoots. It's the photo shoots. That, to me, is when you're really starting to think, man, like, how much do I love these tigers? How much do I love these tigers? That, to me, is one of the uh, well, issues that I have when people try to demonize Joe Exotic. Those two men made consensual choices to take those pictures, to fall in love with Joe, all to pet a tiger. Whatever the reason you suck a dick, whatever that is totally fine. Be. But here, I do have an update from John Finley, his okay. second husband. He's got new teeth. He oh, says good. it wasn't because of meth. Here's what he says. He said it was genetic reasons that made him <laughs> highly susceptible at, to enjoying meth. Um, but he said that it was genetic reasons why he lost his teeth, um, um, which I had never done heard unless you just like uh, unless your hands are malformed to the point that you can't use a toothbrush. But then some people even use their feet. There's right. that whole movie where Daniel Day-Lewis painted all those paintings with just his fucking feet. Yeah. And I, he's an actor who had to learn how to do that on his own without losing his hands. Think about that. Yeah. yeah, you lose your hands, you learn to paint with your feet. That's incredibly difficult. Right. What, a, what a movement. But, but think about it. You have the option to paint with your hands. But he, right. by just the power of money and cameras, he taught himself how to paint with his feet 
just to just show people he could do it. Well, uh, I I don't think that Joe Exotic's uh, Joe Exotic's ex husband is a world famous actor. I never no. heard of having genetic like uh, I don't know. Like Dude, we're gonna hear it me. now. Now we're definitely gonna hear it. I don't so know. If you do have a genetic disorder where your teeth just fall apart. Please tell me that. But I guess it does make sense. But I don't think that he did it without some methamphetamine. It seems, I think it helped. Yeah. Yeah, I, it um, had to at least, at least it had to uh, quicken the process a little bit. I think so. And so that was one uh, question. Another one I want to say, this is a quick little update on uh, Joe Exotic. It has now come out that he absolutely does not sing his own songs. <gasps> Musicians Vince Johnson and Danny Clinton are responsible for these bops, according to menshealth.com, <laughs> who was actually all over the place. Several different places Hold said that it second. was men's health. It was just that say, he, he men's did not health sing. is stretching a little bit. To think that this should be included in their magazine. In they what, do whatever. What, what does this have to do with men's health in any way? They truly just do whatever. And I <laughs> and if you when I learned from Robert Moore's Twitter account, Robert Moore did the podcast Joe Exotic Tiger King for Wondery that came out like a year ago. Okay. And he did a uh he did a telephone interview with Vince Johnson. Okay. When the first thing he comes out of his mouth is being like Tell me, how much am I getting paid for talking about Joe Exotic? And it's like, I'm sorry, sir. This doesn't really work like that because uh, we're trying to keep journalism <sighs> integrity. We can't really pay you. He's like, I thought you were with GQ. He's like, I did freelance for GQ. I did. And he's like, well, it seemed to me he told me you're from GQ. GQ's got to pay me some GQ money before I start talking about some Joe Exotic. I don't talk to Joe Exotic for free. I've already done enough work for Joe Exotic for free. Wow. And then he went and called Joe Exotic a slippery eel. Whoa. And That's he said that the Joe Exotic was thing. a yeah, he said he was a slippery eel, said that he was also waiting for money for his, for his songs. And so they paid Joe Exotic, let's call him Mr. Maldonado Passage. Uh-huh. I'm going to see you refer to him in this way for this time period. He went ahead and paid for these songs, or asked for these songs. He commissioned these songs. In order to say, I own these songs, they are my songs. I am going to tell the world that I'm singing them. They sort of had a, one says that they didn't have the agreement to say that he, Joe Exotic was in fact singing the songs. Okay. Another one says it seems to be fairly, um, seems like they didn't really uh, hammer out those details like they should have. <laughs> but Joe Exotic, it's just what an interesting psychological experiment to watch him know that those are, that know that that is not him singing. And continue to push it as if he's singing. But, you know, it seems to show some sort of distancing from reality. I completely agree. And, of course, this is the name of the band is the Clinton Johnson Band. It is headed up by Vince Johnson and Danny Clinton. Brilliant two names, actually, for a band. Clinton Johnson sounds very good. Of course, it did get a president in some trouble, didn't it? There, That's kind of fun. <laughs> Kissel! I go there. I go there. Get in your time machine. But Why don't you go only- fucking work for Jay Leno if you're bringing that shit in this house? Jay Leno is currently doing a live stream where he talks all about the the funny dancing of Judge Ito because that was a great time for American comedy the it dancing Itos it was so the Clinton Johnson band they are they're not just fine with being e level celebrities they want to get paid so they they're going get paid. out there they are talking to the record industry they're like hey um, I don't even know what record industries exist anymore Sub Pop hey Sub Pop. We Do you are think the they're men. going to sub pop records? 
Isn't that the one with like the fucking pixies on it? Yeah, that's like the cool one. That was like all the punk bands and stuff like that, which I think the Clinton Johnson band probably could fit in with. I am not going to lie. Here, Kitty Kitty is one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. It is some of the best music I've ever heard. And Joe Exotic, the only thing that gave it away during the documentary was when he was talking about his ex-husband who had passed away because of an accidental suicide. No, I know. And he calls his he calls his testicles little chicken nuggets of gold, little nuggets mm-hmm. of gold. But that was the only time where I said Joe Exotic is lip syncing here. And it was it was a small hint to the fact that perhaps he wasn't the genius behind those songs. You're just willfully ignorant, but I applaud you continuing the exuberance of your naivete. Thank you. Thank you very much. Just one thing I want to clarify here. So there was one member that we talked about extensively on last week's episode. It was the staff member that went in, put their arm in a tiger cage, and maybe that tiger ripped off that arm. But Sacrificed. Nonetheless, they were back a week later because that's how much they love tigers Mm -hmm. and Joe Exotic. Uh, But evidently, this is a transgender man. Saf is the name. Uh, So he he goes by the pronouns he, him. And uh, that was just something that was a little bit interesting um, that the documentary sort of, I guess, didn't really address. But and then the last thing we have is Carol Baskin as the heat. She is she is the last ravioli sitting under a heat lamp at a cheesy Italian restaurant. It is turning up. But now we're getting a lot of people, right? Because there are people, some people are saying they're defending Big Cat Rescue. I've seen some people say that she's doing good work. I've had some people listen to Carol Baskin's entire side of her story, saying that, postulating that her husband or previous husband was suffering from Alzheimer's and don't know what he's doing, which I think is a fucking pile of shit. But she, I understand that Big Cat Rescue was doing, it was doing its best to be legit, but they were still in this world where I don't think anybody gets out clean. I don't think so either. And when someone has a significant other, a partner go missing, usually then that means that they killed their partner. It's pretty much always the wife or the husband. Uh, it's And when it's not, it's at least somebody close. And I It's do- always somebody close, unless they are, because he wasn't that much of a fucking millionaire and he wasn't no. well known enough. I mean, I don't know. I'm postulating. No, he wasn't that rich. I mean, by by yeah. Big Cat Rescue, maybe he was rich. But the interesting thing that we found out is Hillsborough County Sheriff Chad Cronister. He said during uh, during an interview um, that the last dealings we had uh, with Miss Baskins were back in 2011. Evidently, during this meeting, they did uh, offer Carol an opportunity to take a polygraph test. Everyone else agreed. But she declined. So I'm not saying that that makes her guilty, but it does make her concealing something. She's hiding something. I will say that any good lawyer will tell you to never take a polygraph. Very true. That is very true. You just, yes. But I, you know, you got to listen to your defense attorney. You got to listen to him. Like, yes, it may seem like you're guilty. But to me, that's not what made her make me. That's not what makes me think her guilty. It's her entire life. It's everything she's ever well, done that makes uh, me think she's, she's uh, guilty. According to the Sheriff Cronister, again, he says, it almost seems like our investigators at every turn encountered another obstacle. 
He goes on to say, I'll give you an example. He had two security guards, both of them at the front gate of his property. They interviewed them separately. You have one saying, I haven't seen him, of course, referring to Carol Baskin's now dead husband. I haven't seen him in six months. You have another saying, I saw him last week. And these are two people, two individuals that work closely together. So it's an extremely convoluted case that uh, that's according to the sheriff. And I'm assuming if you're Carol Baskin now, you probably shouldn't have said yes to the documentary. Probably not, but she's suing everybody that is around yes, right she now. Is. So everyone's getting very litigious. Joe is also suing for $94 million. They're all trying to see what they could do to get out of this because no one is. First of all, Joe Exotic apparently is thrilled with his fame. He's so excited, of course. Sure. This is exactly what he's always wanted with these type of eyeballs. All on him, all d- dissecting, all d- calling him a hero. He's so, so excited, <laughs> uh, which is good and bad. Yeah. Uh, but now they're suing as well. So we'll see how all of this plays out. We will see. And I said this on the stream last week, but I do want to make this point. Harvey Weinstein got 23 years in prison. He is a serial rapist, a man that should never be out on the streets. Joe Exotic got 22 for being set up by Jeff Lowe, who I think is the worst person in the entire in the entire documentary. No matter yes. what you think of Jeff uh, of, of Joe Exotic, 22 years is just way too long. Well, he needs to get out earlier. Several attorneys emailed us all saying basically what you see here is that they had a very weak case towards Joe Exotic right. trying to basically say that he it's very difficult to truly prove that he paid $3,000 to to Jeff Lowe's goon to right. kill Carol Baskin and so that's why you put all of the real crimes which is all the animal abuse on top of it to essentially like show a bunch of videos of malnourished tigers in cages to get the jury against Joe Exotic and then just throw the book at him which right. is essentially what they did which is you know they get you one way or another. This yes. is what happens in this life. You got to watch your fucking actions because karma is a fucking bitch. And that karma is named uh, Carol Baskins, apparently. Yep. Yep. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated 
text, and that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Ready for an amazing deal? BreezeLine's fiber-powered internet starting at $19.99 per month offers the reliability you deserve and security you can trust. Whether you're streaming, gaming, or working from home, we've got all your needs covered with speeds up to 1 gig and our two-year price lock guarantee. This deal gets even better with two free months of internet, free equipment, and free Wi-Fi your way to protect against cyber threats. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 8, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Okay, Grim Sleeper is dead. The Grim serial killer, Grim Sleeper serial killer Lonnie Franklin Jr. found dead in a prison cell. This is from NBC News. He was found unresponsive in his cell Saturday night. No one really knows yet. We don't know what, the reason why he was dead. Uh, there's no signs of trauma. So it seems that he might have died of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. He's not a nice man. He nope. seems to be, um, I think it was the pressure of just being alive with the weight of all his crimes. He was a former mechanic and garbage man. To remind you, he was convicted in 2016 of the murders of nine women and a teenage girl in Los Angeles from 1985 to 2007. He took a break. He took a 12-year break. His uh, Franklin's moniker derived from what authorities believe was a break of more than a decade. He was convicted of murdering seven women from 1985 to 1988, and the others were killed from 2002 to 2007. We're waiting for more information to come out about the Grim Sleeper because there was that documentary series on HBO, which was very interesting. Uh, But we want more information before... We will begin to do some sort of heavy hitter yeah. show on him. Well, but so the Grim we, as we will cover. But now he's he's he is out of the mix. Thank God, no no need for him. He he. It's a good thing that he is gone. And obviously, I say those things uh, very 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 rarely. Um, he was found guilty, as Henry said, ten counts first degree murder. However, police, when raiding his home, found photos and videos. Of 180 women, if that number, if that means he killed 180 women or if there's multiple photos of more than one woman, we don't know. But if if he is over 100, he would then be the worst serial killer in American history, surpassing Samuel Samuel Little. Little. So who is this, now the other one, which is which is also brutal, also came out this year. Again, waiting for more information on that before we approach it. But he apparently was involved in a uh, essentially he he gang raped. He was part of a gang rape situation when he was in the U.S. Army. Oh my uh, God. This was uh, Lonnie Franklin Jr. and he sort of picked up the idea of taking pictures of his victims from that encounter, where he basically one of the other guys involved in it was taking 
taken pictures and something came out in him towards it. So oh. he became a collector of pictures of his victims. So we will find out because Samuel Little's the one that could draw all the pictures from memory. Yes. We also don't know whether or not he's full of shit and just some interesting weaver of tales yeah. who's trying to basically monopolize. He's trying to get whatever he can after uh, on this attention because what we know from like Henry Lee Lucas Mm. Uh, exaggerating his crimes or Ted Bundy exaggerating his crimes essentially you're just trying trying to fight for either private time in the law offices and the law library you're trying to get out you're mm. trying to have more meetings with lawyers mm. you're trying mm-hmm. to get out of gen pop uh, or you're just trying to increase your clout you're trying to increase your clout in yep. jail so Absolutely. that you can uh, you can basically people be more afraid of you and there's less opportunities for people to fucking just kill you in your sleep. And I've asked this question multiple times on last podcast on the left. Why would these people exaggerate? And it's interesting because prison is an invo- inverse world where the worse you are, specifically when it comes to murder, that is a bet that's better for you. Um, obviously, yes. you know, pedophiles, rapists, those are the lowest rung. Murderers are actually treated uh, with relative respect. And most white collar criminals end up having a job being a jailhouse lawyer, whatever it might be. Basically, if you have a mod, if you have the smallest amount of education, uh, you have a, a position where you help people with their paperwork. I forgot about this, about how they caught, they, they caught him by finding his, his pizza, what he was left over from his pizza, his pizza crusts. They had cops posing as a waiter and they caught his fucking pizza crusts. Then they got it. This is, wow. What a, what a reason to finish your pizza. Eat all the crust. <laughs> If you if you're a serial killer in hiding, consume all of your food. Uh, he was yep. 67 years old at the cause of his death. He could have been caught a lot earlier, but as we talked about uh, in previous episodes, oftentimes in the poorer communities, uh, these serial killers are allowed to go without anyone Rampant. noticing because we have people uh, that they target, usually African-American sex workers, uh, which is exactly who he targeted. His neighbors, as a matter of fact, would discuss how they would hear screams coming from the shed. I guess that wasn't enough to, to get out of bed and go be like, what you, what you doing in there, Mr. Mister Sleeper, Grim Sleeper? Um, I heard so- a scream the other day, and I, I did a look. Good. I looked. Then I went back in the house. Well, you are. Unfortunately. You're a hero. You got the Slime Squad. You have a lot working out. How is the Slime Gang, by the way? Any any updates? No Slime around? Maybe that started the I, coronavirus. I, I mean, I don't know. I've not received a picture of Slime in a while, and I keep looking. I've been looking <laughs> a lot of, um, I've been looking at Slime on Instagram. Okay. And, and any, is, are you forming any idea of what your Slime might be? I think it was, it was some form of heroin junkie Slime. Huh. Slash throw up. There was something in there. I have a. I've had a couple of weird things happen to me in the last the last two days. Okay, honestly. So we are we are trying to move. That, right. And you remember the belt episode, the, right? So this is a difficult time to move. It just it took us. <laughs> it, it's just a very long process. We've been. It is trying a to horrible move, time for you to be moving. But we've been trying to move since November of last year, right? So it is a thing. So now this is just when it landed. This is just when it's fucking happening, so we're trying to figure it out. The last time we got really close to being able to leave our apartment, that was when that belt incident happened. Right the, when I lost the, my where belt, where you lost the belt and you found it again. I didn't lose it, or something happened. Goblins, the goblins, yeah. But I swear to fucking god, right? <laughs> we're not going anywhere in the house. We're quarantined. Yeah. We're sitting in the house. I well, go this from wasn't, the house. but this was pre-quarantine, so we can't blame quarantine for this. No, now I'm talking about. Right now, three days ago. Okay. Oh, three days ago, is there been right? another? Uh, is there been a goblin uptick? All right. So, we. I go to two places. I go to my home. And I come to the studio 
so we keep up the level of quality on the show in the studio and I fucking I have dissent I have fucking disinfected this whole place it's beautiful Howard Hughes could take the tissue boxes off his feet if he came into this <laughs> studio he would love it and so I I you know where am I going I was looking for one of our mics we were I had to record from home for side stories last week yeah and I was looking for one of my mics and I couldn't fucking find it anywhere it's always in the same spot I have spot I put it in okay right? it's fancy mic where the hell have I been I haven't gone anywhere. No. Right? The last time I had it with me was when I was on the road in January when we when I was recording from Atlanta. Right. Okay. So, I go look for the mic. Can't fucking find it anywhere. I tear the house apart. I uh. tear it apart. I go through. I look where the belt was. I go through the bottom of all my drawers. <laughs> I go through everything. It is gone. It is so gone. I go to buy. I bought a new mic before they had it. They did the whole fucking the whatever the embargo on Amazon deliveries. I bought a new mic. You know, new mic derived. Uh-huh. Started working with it. Fucking two days ago. I swear to fucking Christ. Uh huh. We were we folded laundry. Did laundry. Folded on top. It was on top of my desk. I leave. I come back. The microphone is sitting on top of the laundry. It is sitting like it looks like it's been jammed to the side of it. And I asked Natalie, did you find the microphone and put it up here? And she's like, no, I didn't do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I was like, I, this was fucking gone. This is a brand new pile of laundry. That microphone is now just now it's just out. It's just sitting there. It's just another. It's like it, it looked like somebody went like, hi, hello. Hi, remember me? And to the point, and I was, I didn't want to show Natalie how spooked I was right. because I'm trying, I'm, I'm so strong. I'm so masculine. <laughs> and she looks to me as being the anchor of our home. Definitely an rational, anchor of the home. That, that's a good I'm, point. Yeah. Uh, yes. I'm the rock. Sure. Oh, well, yeah. The captain. What? And now we're getting a little, she might be the captain, but you can be the anchor. I am an anchor. Okay. Yes. I'm the chef. Great. If we were a boat, I'm the chef for the boat. That's wonderful. And she's the beautiful breasts of the mermaid on the front of it. Well, that might get you in trouble as a chef if you're like every time she comes in just wants a, a chicken parm and then you're like, yeah, you're the beautiful breasts that want the chicken parm, huh? That is it. How do you like you have? It's like you were listening to a conversation we had in our kitchen. <laughs> I she said because then she's freaked out and she's not freaked out about goblins because she still thinks that I'm just stoned all the time. Right? That she was, says, oh, that was the follow up, of course. Yeah. And I was just like, I, you know, I'm not stoned all the time. And my stone brain ain't that stupid because my stone brain got me this far, huh? Right. Well, I think we're I mostly know. sober for the show. But um, OK, so this so is now she the didn't second- got concerned. This is the second time this okay. kind of episode. She then she's like. Because she doesn't get freaked out. She saw that I was freaked out. Right. And, but she wasn't freaked out about goblins. She was like, do you think a man broke into our home and is like waiting for us BTK style? That's, and so yeah. I say, of course not. But secretly, I go and check every single closet to make sure well, that she didn't say the ultimate paranoid thought. And I was just like, and then I'm thinking, we've been here. We've been here all day. We're not going fucking anywhere. So I did the same thing afterwards. And I said, like, thank you for bringing my microphone back to the sky. And I lit, I I have, I keep like roaches for this. And what I do is I light up a little roach and I leave it at my cheddar goblin altar Uh to help counter whatever's going on. But that was fucking freaky, dude. Well, maybe they want a full joint. Maybe they don't want your weed trash, which is what a roach is. No, we uh, roach is a fucking uh, a buoy in a storm. 
Mm-hmm. A roach is one of the best things that you can have around. You always keep a pile of roaches because then you can fucking, when things go dry, then you always got like one or two hits. I'm not a fucking junkie. <laughs> I'm just saying how it works. I do love that we come from such working class families where I totally understand and I completely agree with you. Yes. I, I had roaches my entire, I have done desperate things with, I've just, I've my seen a roach clips. and I've screamed in joy. I have my little, I still have my little clips. You from back to. in the day. I have like a weed paraphernalia box that I do that I pick it up and it's fun because it reminds me of Big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at Legend has it, underneath the NJM insurance offices lies a mysterious room of long-forgotten, moldy mascot memorabilia, often pitched by ad agencies, always rejected by NJM. Is it real? We may never know. But what is real is NJM's dedication to doing what's right for their customers. Astoundingly, they're proud to put policyholders first. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. Learn more at NJM.com. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. But let's move on to, well, I can't say it's more pleasant news, but it does involve poultry. There was a dude. Oh, yeah, this guy. Uh, so- hey, what are you going to do about this guy? I love the picture of him. Just, I, I, There's something about this type of man. They have all the same pictures for all of their social media accounts, which it looks like they're looking down on a, on a bound man. Yeah. Right? They're just like looking down on a bound man. They're like, yeah, fresh meat. Yeah, fresh meat. This, this is a picture. This comes from CrimeOnline.com. It says this. I'm not. I I hope this is real. Well, I'm also. Says, I'm reading this uh, article from. I'm reading this article from the U.S. Sun as well. So, oh wow, if it's yes, not now I'm real, looking at the Clinch County News. This is Clinch <laughs> County News. Man arrested for sexually assaulting chicken and then making terroristic threats. All right. So, number one, let's just stop this here. First of all. Sexual assault is a way too fancy word of saying fucking a chicken. He fucked. A he chicken. was making. He was making love. No, Henry, you say making love. Well. You say making love, but I don't think making love. I think the only thing you can say here is he's fucking a chicken. Yes, he was. He fucked. <laughs> he fucked this chicken. So now, so we have the so we have the chicken fucking, which is you know straight out of Pink Flamingo, straight out of a John Waters classic. Disgusting, gotta not good. It. I guess he's got to do it. It's you know it's quarantine. It's quarantine. Everybody's <laughs> reacting different. <laughs> no chicken is safe. But then the terroristic threat, to me, the headline, as far as crimes go, it's the terroristic threat is, as a civilian, that to me is more scary. If my neighbor is making a terroristic threat, I'm like, that's not good. If I find out he's fucking a chicken, I say, well, no more chicken for you. And then obviously I would have a distance. But I wouldn't personally feel like he's about to kill me. 
Well, okay, so here, like, so this is two separate arrests. Oh, okay. A Clinch County man is facing a felony bestiality charge after being caught on video oh. having sex with the chicken. Ugh. I don't know where he sent it. I think they said that he posted it to his Facebook account. Get out! Ronaldo no Pineda. He's 69 at Chester Maddox Road address. Who was charged with bestiality on Tuesday, right, by the Clinch County Sheriff's Department. Okay. I guess he paid bail. I don't know how much bail it is to be loosed from a bestiality charge. I mean, I'm hoping it's more than 500 bucks. I don't know what um, bail is, but I know the sentence, if he is convicted, carries a one to five year. Uh, it's one to five years in prison. So you imagine you show up in prison. We were just talking about the hierarchy. What are you, getting, what are you in get, for? I think this guy might get bullied by the pedophiles. I uh, think there- if you say I'm a chicken fucker, I think you'll get a couple of laughs. And they're like, you crazy, man. What do you really do? And he's like, well, I found me the sluttiest chicken in the yard because I knew I was asking for it because I was picking. And the next thing I knew, I was just, I was lighting a candle. Uh-huh. Chicken didn't even know that it was on a date. Well, I and you're like I, you are, and then you, yeah, you might get beat up. I am or so, I honestly think that you might just be kind of a character. I think you're gonna get beat up, but you know what? Personally, I'm very happy that you're here, chicken fucker, because my name is Jared Fogel. Uh, I have been a subway. I was the subway superstar. Yes, I am in here for doing horrible and thinking horrible things about children. But for the one time, I feel like I have more clout than you in jail. So you're going to have to be my bitch. Well, all right. If you promise to make lucky noises, <laughs> I can make anything work. Unfortunately, that'll make me hungry. So I, I don't know. <laughs> By the way, Jared Fogle is just as fat as his cell now. Uh, yep. The yeah, diet I mean, isn't he's holding. He's like a goldfish. He's a goldfish. You go to the side of your bowl. He, uh, so, so yes, released for having sex with the chicken. He decided to document it for some reason. According to Clinch County Sheriff's Department investigator James Smith, it was security camera footage that showed Pineda having sexual intercourse oh with my. chicken. So this was like a factory farm? This was somewhere. Look at he all these ladies with- lined up in a row. And apparently there is a big run on buying live chickens right now. That's like a big thing during quarantine times. People are buying live chickens. So check its asshole when it (laughs) arrives at the home. And so he then made a post where he said he was threatening everyone in the town by saying that he was going to shoot them all like dogs and then kill himself. But at least he didn't say... I'm going to treat you all like some of my finest chickens. Yeah. And go on a town rape. It sounds much worse. I would rather be shot like a dog than be treated like one of this weird dude's chickens. So that's the terrorism charge when he threatened Mm -hmm. to shoot everyone like dogs and then shoot himself. And I'm going to say this to anyone out there thinking like this. Just shoot yourself first because no need, no need to risk it. Don't hurt anyone. Just if you're going to do that, just do the first thing. I did have. But at the same time, I did have one of those. Just let him fuck these chickens. No, do better? not. No, Henry, that's not the right solution. You I'm just saying, how you do you think, think Corona coronavirus started from a fresh farm in, in Wuhan province? Now all of a sudden you want every chicken fucker on the loose fucking chickens selling them to Purdue? I am. I don't know if it was a sexually transmitted disease. No, it was they not. They either was, ate bat meat or they ate pig meat tainted by bat shit. We don't know. But, you're but they weren't me, fucking these animals. Well, first of all, we don't know what happened. But second of I all, there is no way that it is healthier to have a society that is having sex with chickens than it is to have a society not having sex with chickens. I'm saying if it keeps one mass shooting from happening, 
can we designate and breed certain chickens? They're not robots. With tighter assholes. I don't Good even ones. think that's the problem. As a matter of fact, that that probably is an inhibitor. Does it kill the chicken? Oh yes. Let me look this up. No, it definitely kills the chicken. It definitely does, kills the chicken. I'm just looking. I'm just going to see what pops up when it says. Okay. Does fucking. We'll see a what Google has to say it. about it. Definitely. Does fucking a chicken kill it? Sex with the chicken. Oh. If chicken butt can accommodate a grade triple A egg, it can expand to fit your dick. That's what it says. That's what it says right up here. Sex with chicken at everything That's the very first line. You know what Isn't was that great? It, that is interesting. I'm so happy the web giveth uh, such important information. I guess if your dick looks the same as Jeffrey Epstein's, which my understanding was egg shaped, then you're no, fine. no, we were wrong. Oh, is it not? Who has the egg? It shape? was Weinstein had the egg. Why, Weinstein thing. has the egg. No, wait, no, I'm flipping it. We were I originally wrong. God, now you're damn confusing it. I don't know me. I don't, like they what? both have weird ding dongs. All I know is I'm not trying to have sex with these chickens, and I don't want the chickens to die. I just uh. don't know if you can. Can you train it up? No, you cannot train it up. They're chickens. They are basically heads of lettuce with little eyes. I know. Uh, I don't. I'm. I. I guess I'm gonna walk back my comments. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna walk them back and say wow. we shouldn't do it. But I. 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 You know, anything that saves a human life. Right. You know, it is interesting. I totally had a thought. You mentioned mass murder. And I had Good, such an American right? thought, and I was thinking, so now, I, you know, when it comes to the coronavirus deaths, and we'll keep you up to date on all what's going on with that on Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. We have a lot to talk about uh, when it comes to what's going on as our civil liberties are getting eroded by the DOJ, but that's not for this show. No, um, no, no. You already put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to the mass murders, you're right. We're not going to see one during quarantine. There's no nice. one out. But I wonder, do you think that there might be a slight, this this could be a weird time where there's an uptick of uh, serial killer activity. Because well, I, I, was I wonder if because people are in quarantine and if you're not regularly checking up on a group of people like this, people are very vulnerable and they're literally just sitting in their homes right. and everyone's so afraid to go outside. So if they do hear somebody screaming for help, they might be less likely to go help and not because they're afraid of the the repercussions but they're little, I mean like not the murder repercussions right. they're 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 afraid of the virus repercussions i had the exact same idea when it comes to home invasions i guess that's kind of the theme for the day but obviously we have someone like a richard ramirez btk that would go in they would scout out the people do most people though who go into a home usually it's just there for thievery not Most of the murder. time, they're there just for thievery, yeah. So I, Very rarely. A lot of times, if they're in there and they kill you, they were going to kill you anyway. I, you know what, Henry? Is that, does that com- is that comforting? I mean, I guess it's better than stealing my belt and misplacing <laughs> my microphone. Just get it over with. Please just kill me, it, God. Dude. I no, my, I don't want to die like no, that. No, I know. And I don't want you to die like that. Thank God Natalie works out and she will be able to protect you, despite the fact that, yes, you will be the first to approach the murderer. But then once you get yes. that down. <laughs> I get him tired. The goal is that I tire him. I murdered. Yes. Natalie cleans up and lifts. Because someone has to get. I mean, when he's. Who will get Wendy to college? I will drive her to college. Puppy college is not cheap these days. That is for no. damn sure. But I heard firsthand account of my fir- of the first murder that I heard about. I was talking to my friend Ben. He's the bartender at Skinny Dennis. We got to speak through a window as if we were in prison for uh, stealing a whole series of cream cheeses. Were you just outside the bar? Yes, because our bars are doing to-go. Like, our bars oh. are all doing to-go cups. 
What? Yeah, which is, I mean, I haven't had any because I'm, I'm not drinking it at home. Um, so, no, because I don't want to die so of alcohol just, poisoning, but. But you, like, just go up to the window and just press, being like, I remember when. Yep. A boy could sit down mm. on a stool with Aww. a beer and a shot. Yeah, and peanuts. I remember when. Mm-hmm. And they're like, sir, move along. You're <laughs> fogging up our windows with your cheese breath. But I was, so I was speaking with Ben through the window. And it really is like that because they have a neighbor who, if there's like more than three people waiting for a beer, she'll just call the police to the point where the police huh. have now showed up and said, if you could tell us who this neighbor is, we will actually arrest her for so many false police reports but nonetheless his neighbor uh apparently a dude from trinidad stabbed his girlfriend to death at 4 30 wow. in the afternoon called the police that i stabbed my girlfriend to death and was arrested and that was and that happened last week that was my first account that i have heard from a from the neighbor ben again skinny dennis when it opens please go support him great country bar but that is my first first hand um hearing of an actual domestic dispute that end with ended with Mirder, which it's well, going to happen. Natalie's been talking a lot about trying to figure out some sort of benefit, some kind of program, something we could work towards people that are stuck with their abusers right now. Oh, like, my truly, God. Truly, they're stuck in an abusive relationship at home. That's going to be so scary. I, 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 you know, my solution is I was saying, like, go. Then if you are being abused, I mean, this is real, not really advice. So take this with the grain of he's a comedian. You leave your home. Get. COVID. Uh-huh. Try to get it. Uh-huh. Bring it home. Let him get it or her get it too. Because women can abuse. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let her get it too. Try to bring them on the inside. Do it like how we did it to the Native Americans. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's all it also is very illegal to make yourself a biological weapon. So we'll we'll let's make it a big grain of salt. But nonetheless, it's an idea, Henry, and that's what this show is all about. All I do is all I do is give free ideas. I give free content to you know, and I and I just try to, I try to make people better. All right. Well, yes, you yes you do. I want to tell this one really quick story about this naked man. Okay. Yes, please. Um, so this story, as I mentioned earlier, we we have a little tale of a naked man, and I always follow the tale of a naked man of a naked man. <laughs> you so, do? I don't want to talk about it. This dude's name is Jalen Clay. He went into a Rocky Top Market, which. We've all been there. Um, What's a Rocky Top Market? I have no idea, but the name of the market is Rocky Top Market. And he allegedly took a bottle of water and left without paying. So then people were like, what the hell, bro? That's not good. You do this. Yeah, you're stealing. You're stealing. Also, you're stealing like the most boring thing to steal, which is water. It's relatively plentiful. Yeah, you could you can get it from a faucet. Yes, if you are in desperate need, you can just get it from a faucet, even in a bathroom. Of course, you can get water yep. somewhere. So witnesses told investigators that Clay he wasn't happy with just stealing the water. He re-entered the store shortly and began kicking items off the shelf. Again, remember, <laughs> completely nude. Clay let, Clay then allegedly punched a woman in the head, and then to top it all off, the piece of resistance, he just started throwing sausages at the clerk. You know, we're talking about the front lines of people who have to deal with psychos every day. Clerks, every day, the last thing you need when you are working as a clerk at the Rocky Top Market is a man naked throwing sausages at you. You really don't, but at the same time, catch those sausages, that's free food. Because once he tosses them and touches them, I bet you can't resell them. Now you got food. Take it home. That's free-ass sausages. And if you're going to be assaulted with something, 
that is technically that is you know I come at me with a sausage. What See, are you? Um, are you Jeff um, Bezos? Um, that's that's um, not how you um, feed your employees, hoping a naked um, man um, runs into their store um, and throws um, sausages at you. Evidently, oh, look, it's free food. Evidently, cops uh, they were able to uh, overwhelm the man, and now he faces charges of assault. No word if that's for punching the woman or for throwing sausages. I'm assuming punching the woman but then again maybe uh the person was very offended by having sausages thrown at him also when it comes to jeff bezos i just mentioned it, i'm going to talk about this more on abling and stop at as well but did you see all of the amazon employees there they are going on strike going on strike and i am pro strike for amazon employees that monster needs to treat them better and not just yep. give them the sausages that are thrown their way we have stopped ordering from Amazon until whatever this strike is over. Great. So we are going to do that as well. Uh, I will say, did they overwhelm him by explaining to him how much New York City needs ventilator masks and they're not getting them? I don't think that he cares. You know, isn't no. that the interesting thing? Travis Morningstar, our producer, said that he just recently went into Manhattan. He said it's nothing but National Guard and soldiers there to protect, I guess, and homeless people. So I think this is actually... If you're homeless in New York, and I might be speaking out of turn here, but it seems like they're doing okay. I, I'm going to maybe disagree, but I am going to refer know. to your own bit, your bit from fucking 12 years ago where you said uh, homeless people. <laughs> you're, it's more like a more you're, you're home more. You're home more because the whole place is your home. And that is a classic quintessential Kissel bit. If you look back on the, an album that was never recorded, you would see that bit from 2008. I want to read this story. This is really interesting. If anybody has any of these tales, please send it to me. This comes from charlottestories.com by Scott Jensen. Ooh. Flying dinosaur sightings what? on the rise in North Carolina. North Carolina has been home to legends of Bigfoot, the, Lord, the Lake Norman monster, and lizard men, which is true. Very interesting story. Okay. We might even cover some lizard men for uh, cryptids later on. We're going to be doing a lot of weird episodes episodes this summer uh, because we're all sick of all the virus news so let's fucking get wiggity with it absolutely but there's a growing belief that modern pterosaurs living in North Carolina that they might be there. Pterosaurs are flying reptiles that many scientists believe went extinct a long time ago. Wow. Cryptozoologist Jonathan Whitcomb author of the books Modern Pterosaurs, Searching for Ropens and Finding God. I don't know what Ropens are. I don't know what that is. He said on a press release about these creatures, including new pterodactyl sightings in North Carolina. He commented, My associates and I believe that these are non-extinct pterosaurs, but many persons would call pterodactyls or flying dinosaurs. Okay. Cynthia Lee, who has been studying to become a veterinary technician, reported to Whitcomb an apparent pterosaur that she saw on Thursday, January 4th in Raleigh. She was sure that the, fly the flying creature had no feathers, but it did have a long tail with a diamond-shaped bulb at the end of the tail. It also had a head it also had a head crest. She also spotted the creature last week following winds this snow. This really? is from March 25th, so it's not that long ago. No. And here, Whitcomb also wrote an extensive article article on LiveTerrasaurs.com, which you can go to for all your live pterosaurs <laughs> needs, which includes several additional North Carolina sightings. Listen, in Charlotte, North Carolina, a man and his cousin saw something bringing to his mind the word dragon. Uh -huh. A man said, it looked like what I had seen in a Jurassic Park movie. In Asheville, North Carolina, a lady saw a huge black-winged creature fly very low over her car. It uh -huh. had no feathers, but sharp edges to its features in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Damn. An eyewitness saw something huge flying in the sky. It looked like a pale greenish white and smooth skin. 
It didn't appear to have any feathers, and it had the tail with the diamond shape at the end. North Carolina is considered by many cryptozoologists to be one of America's seven pterosaur hotspots, which includes California, which I'm going to start looking into here. Please. Nevada, Texas, Virginia, you got North Carolina. And Georgia. Wow. Now, I can't, All now this right. court, Matt Cartmill, professor emeritus of evolutionary anthropology at Duke University, said it's not impossible for there to be living pterosaurs today, but it is high that it might that it's not impossible for there to be living pterosaurs today, but it is highly unlikely. All right. Well, I can't I, believe that if there were living pterosaurs in North America, three centuries of naturalists, explorers, farmers, hunters, trappers, and biologists would never have run across a single specimen, living or dead. I'd rank it as being slightly more probable than living unicorns in Raleigh and Durham, but only slightly. Okay, I don't, I don't need your PhD oh, snark, you. okay? Yeah, fucking tell me okay, but some the, kind of question is university fucking bullshit also my question is they that's three witness accounts plus the main source of the story that's four accounts this man is just he just said oh no one's saying that they found them but we just have four people saying that they saw something yep so he maybe needs to open up his third eye a little bit and i don't mean the one that you're thinking about i mean the one on your forehead um and maybe he needs to look into this because it's interesting did you see all those pictures of the random flying, what they're calling like a Mothman and stuff like that in Jersey? Yes, there are, they're doing there in Chicago. Very- Chicago is also having a run on uh, flying humanoid cases as well. It's very interesting. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Let us know, is it possible that you can actually have a animal that was extinct come back or was it ever not extinct? I don't freaking been know. See- you've been seeing these damn lizards. You tell us. I want to see some. I want to see some lizards. Absolutely. Is there a way for us to go? Because that's one thing we can do. We can drive around at least. Stay inside your car, looking for lizards. Dude, this would. And be if a, a cop tries to tell you for non-essential business, they try to stop you. In California, they're starting to do that. We're trying to stop cars. Oh, I and you, know. I'm saying like, I'm looking for living pterosaurs, and then I will take my ticket. Yeah. And I will pay for it because that is what a cryptozoologist is, is supposed to do. He is supposed to spend money on things that don't matter. Or you get pulled over by a police officer who, who understands that that is quintessential business. That is vital business. And he hops business. in the car with you. And, and then, then yes. you and a cop and you guys are driving around. Next thing you know, you got a pilot, especially in L.A. If I look for a, a nice advantageous, I'm going to say advantageous, forward-thinking police officer that wants to come with me, looking for lizards, and an opportunity that I'm going to call it an opportunity okay. to join me to, I mean, yes, I, I'm not going to pay you extra, no. we can't pay you out, but you're getting paid an experience, yes. and possibly we can get some kind of sizzle reel out of this. Absolutely. I think Henry and the cop, we're out, we're investigating, I think that sounds absolutely wonderful, and who knows what's going on out there in this uh, bonkers world. Maybe all these cryptos are out there and they're saying no one's around. We finally get to roam free. Maybe they're all dead. They don't realize, no, most people are in homes. In some cases, evidently having sex with chickens, which are a dinosaur. <laughs> he and was that outside is an of his home. That's yes, he was outside of his home. He and was outside. Bestiality. Right. Oh, he was outside God. of his home. My question is, is, bestial- is it bestiality? It's a felony. Uh, yes. No, of course. Yes. I'm not saying that that is. But if the animal, like, let's say you're found in a you're gonna, shed. You want to do this? You're going to go down this road? Listen, you're found in a shed. Sure. Having sex with a real unicorn. Okay. It is a former, formerly 
folk creature. It's a fake creature, a fantasy creature. Okay. Right? Someone, you're, you wake up, your wife wakes up in the night, you're not in there. You're not in the house. Sure. She doesn't know where you're doing. She's supposed to be quarantined. She goes outside in the shed. Your husband's fucking a unicorn. <sighs> Do you celebrate the discovery of a magical creature first mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then say, hey, stop fucking it? Right. Or do you, too, do you immediately arrest him for bestiality? And then I guess, I guess you you get the set up that unicorn with a cameo account. Yeah, maybe get 50 for bucks pictures. for a cameo. Um, I'm not certain what you do. Then you send it to science, but if you send the unicorn to science, they're going to cut its fucking dick off. They're going to try to see how its guts work. Yeah, they're going to kill it. I mean, but then again, your husband is having sex with it. So what's a, what's it a cheating? worse fate? It is cheating. Is it cheating? It is cheating. I think if you put your dick inside of any other living creature, it's technically cheating. So if it's dead, it's fine? Well, then you have a whole series of Now I got you legally. (laughs) You're the best divorce lawyer I've ever had. Yeah, I get a lot. Just me being around, I I have a divorce rate of 75%. I help help people get divorced just by my attitude. I feel like the idea of a human having sex with an animal is less foreign than actually seeing a unicorn, which has never been seen before. So I think right? you look at the unicorn, you realize you exit that out and you just look at its head and you're like, holy shit, it's a unicorn. Stop having sex with this. It's pan, a unicorn. Pan over. Why are you fucking that unicorn? Exactly. And he's just like, wouldn't you? I come in that shed and that unicorn's all bent over, even though horses are permanently bent over. Mm. It's all bent over and it's just like, I have a wish in my asshole, Mr. Broward. You're like, how do you know my name? Right. You know what I mean? And you don't know. He's like, I'm trying to help the family. Well, that completely this changes unicorn it. Said, if, this unicorn said, if I can get it pregnant, we get a million dollars. Honestly, maybe that's how you make more unicorns. If the unicorn can talk and it is like telling you to do that and you say, okay, I will comply. I'm a good Southern guy. Uh, then that's a whole nother story. But you do have some splaining to do. Got some when explaining to, to do. Well, speak- there's a story I didn't get to. We're not going to get to it, but I do want to talk about how Bethany Brookshire on on at B Brookshire on Twitter did this. Basically, found a whole study about how in the 1930s, they, this is comes from the Stephen Stabber story. Okay, that a doctor was shooting semen into the butts of women in order to stimulate an immuno response to semen what? to make to basically do old school like. Birth control by making creating an autoimmune he response that your body will have two common. He was trying to, and it it didn't work. This was in the 1930s. In the 1930s, one woman actually it worked for like a year. It seemed like where she just couldn't get she couldn't get the. I mean, it kept put more cum in there. Where was he getting all the cum? A bunch of guys. You know, it's strange how medicine has changed over the past hundred years, isn't it? Ninety they call years it practice ago. for a reason. <laughs> that is the last thing I ever want my doctor to say. It's called practice for a reason. Well, these are called my testicles with cancer. For can you really? Uh-oh. Please, God, help me out. Well, speaking of sex and doctors, this is Hero of the Week. Had to use Henry's back hair for a towel. So now Henry's Hero of the Week. This week's Hero of the Week goes to medical fetishists, specifically a medical fetish site. 
A medical fetish site has donated its entire stock of scrubs after being contacted by, quote, desperate health officials. The name of the site is MedFet UK. Uh, they were contacted by the National Health Service. They were like, we we freaking need your masks. We need your scrubs. And these heroes said yes. They said we will not come. We will not come for two months to help wow. out the greater good, to help out our neighbors. And so we what talk they just, about heroes. They just giving them like, like fucking catheters and and like the things that like spread to pussy. What's that called? The the little alligator clips that they use in gynecological things. I think that they kind of do Spe- a spectrum, a, a, a speculum, a, spe- a spectrum, a spectacle. That's my yeah. I've no, heard. that's. A spectacle is what happens after you use it. Yes. Um, So this is according to MedFet UK. They said this on Twitter. They said, today we donated our entire stock of disposable scrubs to uh, an NHS hospital. It was just a few sets because we don't carry large stocks, but they were desperate. So we sent them free of charge. Uh, In follow-up tweets, they say, when you see someone from the government saying the NHS is getting what it needs, that is a lie. We have been contacted this week by representatives of NHS procurement all over the country trying to source basic protective equipment. They go on to say, when we, a tiny company set up to serve a small section of the kink community, find ourselves being sought out as a last resort supplier to our national health service in a time of crisis, something is seriously wrong. In fact, it's scandalous. So thank you so much, MedFet UK, for giving your fetish equipment to the National Health Service because yes. they need it. And you know, they we really talk do. about heroes every day, every week. And these people and sometimes are sometimes they're heroes and sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're not. But this time this time the heroes are heroes. Now to be fair, uh they did give this equipment away begrudgingly. Um, they did say, they did <laughs> but I am on, I am of the Kantian ethic system where I don't, I don't believe a, I think a truly good act is one that actually is very annoying. Yes. And you don't want to do. Well, because you know, it is a small section of the kink community, but that section of the kink community is just as valid as any other section. And they are now saying we will not reach orgasm or as much of an orgasm as we can is they to could help have out before. your neighbor. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, because that's a. Because that's the thing is that their 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 comes are going to be at like twenty percent. Yeah, I mean, there's there's not going to be anyone wearing scrubs. Maybe they could buy um like gloves. Latex gloves that you can it's get difficult. Dishes. It's I difficult don't. right now. Yeah, this is a hard time if you have if you had a ventilation mask like fetish. Mm-hmm. This is a hard time for you. Well, please, if you do, uh, give it give it to someone who needs it. And again, this is not for this show, but we got a lot of ventilators not being used all across this country. We got to get a program to get those to the people that need it. But that is one small step in the right direction. Also, a great point being made. The NHS, the National Health Service, you can imagine how awkward that phone call was for them. Because yes, you know for a fact, yes. Henry, one of those people... In a meeting, they'd be like, we need more supplies. We need more scrubs. We need more masks. And just one guy in a le- with, with latex on his hands was like, I've come to the call. I've come to help. Yes. No, no I haven't had a disease in nine years thanks to the <laughs> impenetrable mask I wear. Or just the one guy that has to raise his hand and be like, um, so I know a website. Uh, I never, I just, I rarely go to it. Be like, hey, <laughs> hey, Harold. I just heard about it from a friend. Yeah, is that right? Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's called um it's called 
uh, drspreadem.com. <laughs> and he, honestly, he's uh-huh. got a lot of tools we're looking for. Uh, really? And, and as soon as he removes them from some of his patients, I'm certain we can get a hold of them. Interesting. So I, I didn't, you're such a clean cut guy. I didn't really think that you would have a medical fetish, but I guess you never know, huh? Yeah, you know, yeah. They call it a practice for a reason. Why are you saying it? I uh, so I want to give you a couple shout outs before we before I get to. I'm just going to read one letter this week. Okay. Um, number one, got asked to be got asked to give a shout out to our pizza delivery people. Absolutely, people out there delivering food. You got to get it. You're not going to get COVID nineteen from a pizza box, and if you are. Truly afraid. It's such a small possible, and I mean this because I am also I'm one of the people who are truly insane as well. You don't got to scrub it down. Just you got to think about water discipline. This is a really good time for Dune readers. Those of you that are Dune readers, I finally finished book five last night. Thank God, I finally finished it. I'm almost done. Ugh, how many one books are book. there in Dune? There, there are so there's six. There are so much fucking in book five at the very end of it. They that 13 year old boy learns orgasm control around. Episode around page 425, and you watch this woman go, I can't believe how strong his thrusts are. It's very intense. Frank Herbert was so horny. But what I learned is water discipline, right? Is you get what, the pizza water box. Water discipline? This is important. You don't read the books, you don't know. Okay. Right? But in, when you are in the deep in the dunes, right, of Arrakis, you have to be very important to watch how much water you're wasting. So you have to make sure you're still suit. Everything is perfectly set together. You want to make sure you're not getting rid of any excess moisture. You see how as the uh, people upon Arrakis grow more fat on the hawk, thanks to their <laughs> their being the center of the melange during the God Emperor era of Arrakis. Just as you fell asleep when I mildly mentioned Amazon worker rights, I am now officially yeah. do- dozing off. <laughs> yes. Um, but I get to, you get the pizza box, right? You get it from the man. You can even say, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Like, you know, and they and now, right now, right now, for a very brief window of time, it is not insulting. It's a little You rude, get the but... box, you take it inside the house, uh-huh. you wash your hands immediately. Get a get a napkin, paper towel slice, tissue slice, open the box, take your spatula, whatever, move all the pizza to a plate, boom. COVID nineteen free pizza. You could do whatever the hell it is that you want with it. You eat do it. whatever your food. Eat your food, then you eat it. I mean, you could fuck it. You could. If that man, if that if that man is legally allowed to fuck that chicken and be released, he's not. He's it was a felony. A I know, but yes, pizza is a pizza is better than a chicken. All right, so let me read this one letter. I thought right. it was fun because it kind of reminded me because I've been. This is this is super spooky. Okay, so read this shit because I'm I'm dying for spooky and I already got scared about the shit. <clears throat> My mom's house, the house I lived in from middle school to high school, is super haunted. Right before we moved in, we were told by a neighbor that one of the previous residents had died in the house and that other people had paranormal experiences. Fuck yes, I would love that. Nothing super unusual, mostly just seeing ghostly figures. We started having experiences almost immediately after we moved in. We were also seeing ghostly figures and getting pictures of them, but also having more interactive experiences. Weird. One of the framed pictures that my mom had would fly off of things even after moving it around, even when it was right next to other frames. Our basement light kept burning out right after putting in new bulbs. That could be an electrical thing, but who knows. This happened around four times in a row until my mom got sick of it and asked the ghost to fucking stop. It hasn't happened since. There was also a piece of our vacuum that my mom had sitting on the dryer in the basement, and it would constantly fly off at people as though someone was throwing it while the dryer was off. My mom constantly was telling me that I needed to stop pacing upstairs at night because I was bothering her, but I was always asleep. 
And now that she's the only one in the house, she's still hearing the footsteps at night. Whoa. Some other things that have happened include getting grabbed in the shower, hearing footsteps go down the stairs, orbs being caught on my mom's security cameras, freezer doors opening and shutting, cupboard doors randomly all open with no one, open, no one home to open them. In recent years, things have really ramped up, but we have also come to expect it. My stepdad passed away almost two years ago, and my sister kept hearing someone say her name. Mm. My mom was worried that it was symptoms of a serious mental illness, so naturally decided to contact a medium after my sister saw her doctor. The medium walked into the house and immediately described exactly what was happening without any prior knowledge. She said that the area is extremely spiritually active, and there is a spirit attached to the land that is causing almost everything. Hmm. According to her, it was a male spirit that just wants to mess with people, but doesn't really want to scare people, so we'll stop when asked. She did say that my stepdad was trying to talk to my sister, and that my sister could hear him, so that explained that part, I guess. The medium has offered to bless the house because she said that the feeling has gotten more heavy and it seems like there are a lot of spirits going in and out. There has been a hmm. full-on paranormal investigation done on the house and we contacted the show Dead Files years ago and they contacted my mom. During the paranormal investigation, the cameras upstairs all shut off at one point and really seemed to freak the people doing the investigation out so I don't think it was staged. My mom decided she didn't want to be on the show Dead Files because she said they want people to be scared and we aren't actually scared of what's going on. Quote, unquote, killing my chance at fame. Oh, I actually think that the Dead Files could use people who aren't scared also. I think that's actually more of an interesting hook when it comes to ghost stories now. But I, it's cool that, that these people are like, well, ah, we've got a couple of ghosts. They open our cupboards. They play with well, our vacuum. They throw a mirror picture around, but they're not that bad. The more people I hear from, the people who have talked about experiencing these things, they talk about it's very uh, personal. It's very difficult to describe to somebody because then people say you're stoned all the time. <laughs> and you can't, and no one trusts people you. People no say you're you. stoned all the time. I don't know if, if this mom consumes as much edibles and and vape and, and weed as you do, then I would say she's stoned all the time. But I'm assuming she doesn't. You're right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, thank you so much for that creepy tale. Please uh, shoot us more of those side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. And uh, yes, and we always keep us updated on how you're doing and all of those wonderful things. And we hope to keep you uh, keep you entertained and, and feeling feeling connected because that's what we all we all need right now. And, and that's uh, us, man. That's us. We are connected because what you know all friends have conversations about is it worse to have sex with a donkey or a talking unicorn or whatever we have if you have to we we have to this you got to figure out who your real fucking friends are that's a good point. that's how you figure it out absolutely and i so guys so what we got going on here april 7th books come out we have a we have a week yes right? T- today this episode is april 1st i can't imagine the kind of shenanigans that are going on right now how i with all of those funny emails and tweets from all the companies that are congratulating themselves for selling things to you right now uh. oh they're gonna be so funny and so oh, with it uh. i'm so excited to see what they do but next week we're selling our book you see the dates have it changed. You're gonna receive get emails how we're gonna we're gonna fix this fucking hullabaloo. Hullabaloo. With those of you that were supposed to receive our book while we were on this first section of our tour, but now you're gonna we're gonna figure all that shit out. We got a bunch of stuff in them. We, we got a new merch store, yes. lastpodcastmerch.com. 
Absolutely. Check out those merch. Check out the merch site. We're it's selling like hotcakes and we will be bringing some larger sizes, some triple X and some. We're getting larger sizes. Yes. We're getting some more female sizes. Yes. All that. We Things are a little bit slower than we would like to be yeah. because everybody's working on a skeleton crew. But we want to remind you that if you buy anything from our merch shop, we're going to give 6.66% of all proceeds to One Fair Wage for people that uh, had their jobs deleted during this time. Absolutely. And in August, April is now August. Everything is being delayed this year. But August 2020, we have our dates. Uh, You can go to uh, LPO on the, what is it? What's What's our Instagram there? At LPOTL, no, at LP on the left. Yes, check that out on Instagram. They have the dates, and also Ben Kissel one. I have the dates on my Instagram as well. Um, April, uh, August first, New York. You can see the whole thing. We're ending. We're starting in New York on the first of August, ending in Los Angeles on the thirtieth, and we're hitting a bunch of towns uh, in between. So we can't wait to see everyone out there: Boston, Philly, Chicago, Nashville, Denver, Lubbock. Uh, we'll be all around. So check out those dates. We can't wait till August. We can't wait to see you. Can't fucking wait to be out of my home. Yes. I'm so excited to see people. I mean, obviously, who fucking knows what's going to happen in August? But I pretty, I mean, we, we are going to keep trucking. We're just trucking because we don't know how else to do. Absolutely. Listen, weirdest guy here. Show goes on, my friend. And we doing it, doing it. And as Henry said, April 7th, the last book on the left comes out. We cannot wait for all of you to read it. Henry and I add a couple of funny jokes. Marcus does an amazing job telling you everything you need to know about some of the most heinous people in the world. So go out there, buy the book. We cannot wait uh, for you guys to be entertained during this crazy time. What a great time to start or to to refine your love of reading. And so get out there and you're going to live. Yeah, you might be stuck inside your home, but turn your home into a vacation with booze. <laughs> turn your home into a vacation. There are a lot of people boozing real hard right now. Be careful with the booze. That's why I said I'm not drinking at home. Next thing you know, I'm going through a bottle of vodka at night and I end up dying like, you know, Farley or something. No, this is it's hard out there, but you know, live like you know, set up a little. That's what I've tried to do. I have my uh, my office hours <laughs> during the day, <laughs> but otherwise I'm fine. A lot of very little has changed. Otherwise, um, love your family because if not, they're gonna fucking kill you right now. Yes, reinvest in your family this week. That's a, that's their goal. That's good. Maybe you fell out of love with them last week. Fall re in love with them this week. Sure, you, you got to. You have to. Have to. You got to do, and then laugh. Laugh at your wife's jokes. Laugh at your husband's jokes. Um, laugh when your child brings you a picture, even if it doesn't look anything like what they drew, they did or what, it, what they were trying to do. Support them because everybody needs a laugh. Don't well, they I do think that in that in that scenario, though, you just your child brought you a picture of dead Nana, and then you start laughing at the kid's face, and then they realize they're not an artist, and then they grow up to be Adolf freaking fucking Hitler. Hitler or what or it's one of those would I that's the main reason why we're not having kids is because of the her coming and being like look I drew a picture of the tall man who comes in my room at night daddy <sighs> and you have to be like oh my god set this fucking house on fire what if what if the tall man is just me and I'm reading her a nice book and then I say bye bye <laughs> get out of my daughter's fucking <laughs> bedroom without just call us first uh, no that is that is over. appropriate um all right everyone thank you all so much for listening hope everyone is doing all right out there hail yourselves hail Satan magustalations.
Hell, man. Oh. You're doing great. Sounding, sounding fresh. Sounding, I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really good. <laughs> this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats to keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. For years, I just dreaded going to the dentist. But at Advanced Dentistry, I don't have to. First and foremost, they want you to feel comfortable when you walk in, like you'll feel it. Whereas in the past, I might have gone into the dentist and thinking, I might feel some pain at some point. But with IV sedation, it can be something that you don't dread. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, you're not alone. Visit NoFearDentist.com to learn how IV sedation can change your life.